Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broder, but joined as always by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how are you doing? What's going on? I'm good. Thanks for uh, taking the time to see me, Chris. You're the world's busiest man at the moment. If you're not training oh. for uh, half marathons and boxing competitions, you are, um, well, doing a podcast with uh, Sharla yesterday or the day before uh, and slagging me off saying that I am the one. <laughs> Who, who was away, couldn't record a podcast. Outrageous. When I was away, I recorded a podcast. I'm so available, Chris, and you just won't let me into your heart. Why won't you let me into your heart? You we always say usually, that I'm away. I'm not uh, away. I'm here. You're usually to blame for being the one travelling no somewhere. No way. Get stuffed. Absolutely outrageous. And every time you start the podcast, I say, Pete is on holiday. I was not on holiday uh, two weeks ago. I was in New York and I had important meetings about this fucking shit of a podcast. Thank you very much. Trying to maximize your your podcast with certain maximize other people in, in, in maximize your power. Maximize your 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 buying power in the commercial uh the commercial threads of podcast broadcasting. I'm doing my best. And we still recorded a podcast when I was in a hotel room in New York. Um let's make it very clear, I am on holiday next week and I will not be nah. recording a podcast in any other Life is just one big holiday for Pete Donaldson. Certainly is. is. That's look. You you either you either want you either turn your life into something where you can just take a lot of holidays, or you just whinge about it. And I did the first (laughs) bit. (laughs) I will write that down, put it on my wall, and look at it every day. Yeah, Yeah, it is a busy week. I've just come back from a little road trip with uh, Charlotte to Aomori. Mm. You know the most northern prefecture in the main island of Honshu, and such a nice place in autumn. Can't be mm. beat. Can't be beat. Especially as there's lots of uh, apples and cider and excitement and hot springs. And yeah, it was good. We went to this place called yeah. Osorizan, which mm. is the uh, one of the most sacred temples in Japan. It's in this caldera. And this caldera has eight little mountain peaks, each one representing like a, a petal of a lotus leaf. And it's Ooh. rather nice. But I did a video there a few years ago with Ryotaro. 
and it was like subsidized by the local government of Almory. And when right. I submitted the video, the people at the temple said that I was rude about the temple and that I, we couldn't use that section. Uh, so I never yeah. got to put that in the video. Now, in the video, in that section, basically, because it's in a caldera and there's lots of smoldering right. lakes and sulfur everywhere, I just yeah. said, oh, it smells pretty bad. It smells like Riotro's car or something. Yeah, yeah And yeah, they yeah. were not happy about that. Even oh. though... I wasn't. I wasn't making fun of the temple. I was making fun of the no. geological nature of Osorizan, but they didn't take that kindly. So Why when I went back, to go, stop having to go sulfur. What have you got against <laughs> that beautiful yellow thing? Lump. Well, when I went back with Charlotte yesterday, I uh, I basically did it again. This time yeah, they can't made, stop. Yeah, me. made made sure to get your pound <laughs> of flesh. Yeah, good, good. Absolutely. Very grown up of you, Chris. Very grown up <laughs> of you. <laughs> Revenge is a dish best served with sulphur. But uh, yeah. yeah, it was a nice little road trip. And then off to Tokyo tomorrow for a week of various crazy things. So yeah, life is busy, but it's good to be yeah. busy, right? Mm. I find if I'm too busy, I'm, if I'm busy, I'm, oh, I'm stressed. Uh, but if I'm not busy, it's much worse because I just sit in yes. a room, look at a wall and go, oh, no. Why aren't I busy? Oh, what no. Is it, what has happened to leave me Why here? don't people really? like me? Oh, no. Exactly. Don't let it happen. Don't let the existential no. crisis creep in. Keep yourself busy. Keep your head down. That's what I always say. Uh, we've got a story this week from Jay. Actually, before we dive into that, uh, yeah. this week was the uh, the funeral of Shinzo Abe. The new story we're covering yes. today isn't that. Uh, it's something <laughs> far more trivial than that. So I feel we should at least go and say about three sentences. Uh, Shinzo Abe's funeral. Uh, lots of people watched it. I think something like 10% of everyone in Tokyo watched it on the TV. Uh, 40% of the people that were invited didn't show up because it's still a bit of a scandal. Uh, most people in Japan aren't too happy about the lavish uh, funeral that has been sort of afforded to uh, Shinzo Abe, despite right. him being sort of the prime minister for 10 years, right? Uh, he is kind of unpopular. And interestingly, kind of bizarrely, the guy that assassinated him uh, has got a lot of sympathy from people around Japan. And we kind of broached this a few sort of weeks ago when it happened. But uh, mm. because of the uh, LDP, the ruling party, their links to uh, a rather shady religious organization, it's sort of, it, it, it's kind of, people here see it as like a vindication of the assassin's motives, right? The assassin, right. the guy that killed Shinzo Abe, he, uh, his family or his mother to be specific, uh, lost the family hundreds of thousands of dollars donated to this church, the church of, uh, I think it's the, what's it called? Every time I screw it up, it's the church of unification, right? Unification right. church, a very shady organization. I use the term or the word church lightly, uh, but they have worked very closely with the LDP over the decades and helped LDP members get elected. And so, mm. you know, there were some worrying statistics that uh, like a quarter or a third of the cabinet had some sort of affiliation to the party. Uh, therefore, people around Japan are like, well, good God, the assassin was right, you know, mm. kind of uh, crying about these links that the, uh, the the ruling party had with this organization. And so people didn't want the funeral for Shinzo Abe. And very quickly, the tide turned and the initial shock at his assassination turned into dismay and horror at this sort of infiltration, the highest levels. Uh, sound like a conspiracy, right? Of this religious organization, the Japanese mm. ruling party. So it's tanked the pop the it's top it's tanked the popularity of the current Prime Minister Kishida, who was doing really well until the assassination, yeah. until these revelations came out. Now he's very unpopular. Um, and that's the backdrop of the funeral recently, in stark contrast to the sort of universally 
uh, kind of praised sort of funeral and how it went down in the UK in comparison. It's sort of a, mm. a very two contrasting funerals, right? Two states folk, one queen, one four prime minister, played out very differently. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's the big news this week and not the ridiculous story that we have got that we're going to be covering. Anything you want to say though, Pete, on anything in life, begin. <laughs> What's your thoughts on anything? Pete? You're melting down. If you think that's acceptable as a link, you are melting down. I, I defended you in America. I defended oh, I you a, in Chris. a sip of water after that, that monologue this is, there. This is Chris on form. This is this is Chris yeah. like about to do a Patreon uh, live show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm doing a Patreon live show in 90 minutes, yes. Yeah, um, it's good yeah, stuff. There you go. I don't know. I don't like being serious about these things. I'm just telling you what's going down in yeah. Japan. That's how we roll on the Abroad exactly. Japan podcast. I feel ambivalent, really, at this point. I don't really have an interest, per se. I just well, think the same it's fascinating way a lot of, how this has sort it, of happened, how this has sort of flipped around very fast, this assassination. Yeah. I mean, I mean for, for, for scandal. Unified Church or whatever the hell it was called, um, just read um, Eton in the UK. You know, everyone comes from somewhere, <laughs> don't they? You know, everyone's helping each other out. And, every, you know, and if and before that, I don't know, the Masons. I don't know. Like, it's all it's all pretty pretty familiar to the uh, the class system here here in the UK. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, it's um, mm. yeah, it was... It, Inter- interesting game is kind of links. The game interesting is Interesting links. The ga- game is always rigged. Of course, it is. When there's, there's money involved, shady the, going money, on. The, the, the game is always rigged. Um, yeah, we've we this morning in uh, the UK. Uh, Liz Truss, our Prime Minister, um, I think I mentioned on the podcast about God Can't two months ago that, that that she was in the uh, she was in the frame for one of the more popular uh, Tories uh, among the uh, Tory Party um, voting public. Uh, inexplicably uh, she has become Prime Minister I, I think I said at the time that I cannot wait for her to become Prime Minister because it, A it will um, it's an open goal for Labour to get in and B uh, it will be a lot of fun because she is medically thick um, but this morning um, I don't know whether you saw this uh, Chris we're recording this a few days uh, in advance uh, but this morning <laughs> She's oh, not no, been seen no, for some days. She's not been seen for some days since she uh, since she announced uh, wiped five hundred billion dollars off the UK stock exchange and bond yep. market by oh, yeah. basically uh, really getting rid of taxes I'm, for the rich. Really pleased that I'm going to uh, America with uh, my uh, one dollar equals one pound uh, <laughs> bu- buying uh, buying power has to be said. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, she 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 basically had a load of uh, interviews with um, local radio booked in uh, mm. this morning, and uh, so instead of doing your Robert Pestons, your Laura Kunzberg, the uh, perceived uh, heavyweights on television, the Pete Donaldsons uh, of the world, the Pete Donaldsons of, of this world, you know, the Paxmans of this world, of this world, um, and uh, she she was uh, she was booked to do um, ten or eleven different local radio. Uh, hits basically in the morning on the breakfast shows. Now, local radio, BBC local radio in the UK is astonishingly fluffy. Uh, and How kind dare you? And, and, I was on and, it and, several and times. Sort of thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's astonishingly fluffy and, 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 and pleasant and, and it talks about local issues and stuff like that. Uh, but she came on and each and every last one of these presenters sharpened their knives, went in with two feet and absolutely filleted uh, the world's thickest prime minister, Liz Truss, uh, 
uh, in, in front of their, in front of our listeners. Um, I don't know how many people will have heard these uh, this morning, but uh, uh, Twitter certainly agog at uh, how poorly she uh, managed to. Uh, she she was expecting a lot of softball. Do you like the northwest? kind of stories do you like the not do you like leads i hear you from leads like the, the, the she expected um or her team will have expected uh, a little kind of treatment but i think um the perception uh, that the radio presenter on the breakfast shows uh, they were being treated on, on social media as, as being like Alan Partridge, kind of like just fluffy, kind of silly, uh, kind of, you know, silly uh, uh, radio presenters. And, and they went in with two feet uh, with some pretty big uh, questions, knowing full well that she's never going to go on the show again. So they're not going to lose access to the Prime Minister. Mm. So, uh, yeah, uh, just really good to see. And really good to see local radio working as it should do. Uh, I think it's fair get to say. So, you were national radio. You were national. Well, I, was, I, I think it was XFM. I was London. Uh, Powerful man. Radio on absolute. So there we go. But uh, yeah, Good radio fascinating station. morning for British politics. I think it's fair to say. I cannot stand her, and I just hate her, and I'm just in awe of how spectacularly she screwed things up so very, very quickly. Um, <laughs> and you know what? It sounds like we're having a political rant, but it is relevant because if you're from the UK and you're like, "Yeah, Japan's open. Let's go, kids." October 11th, get on British Airways, fly over, yeah. get your sushi. Now your pound is worthless. It's gone down in value <laughs> so much. Thank yeah. God YouTube's paid in dollars. Otherwise, I would be crying right, very, okay. much, very hard right now. That's cool. Um, it's actually worked <laughs> in my favour in that result. Well done, Liz Truss, my favourite Prime Minister. Yes, yeah. yes, brilliant. Honestly, I don't know how this fucking happened. I'm so tired of politics and the biggest morons finding their way into power it's actually made me want to do something politically related. I'm not saying I want to be a politician, but I'd like to make videos that are able to kind of turn the political tide somewhat against people like that. But uh, yeah, if you want to see how dopey she is, go and type in Liz Truss pork markets into YouTube and watch the most ridiculous speech you'll ever see about how she plans to go to Beijing and sell bacon to the Chinese. It, mm. it's, it's, it's so ridiculous. That's all I'll say on that. But anyway, on to the story of the week, and this one is from Jay, who says, Dear Carnivorous Chris and Penguin Devourer and Sucker Menace of Niigata Pete, I'm Jay, and you jet ALT in Osaka. You lucky devil. Anyone that gets in Osaka has basically won the Japan lottery. On a recent train trip to Kobe, I'd managed to grab a seat upon embarking on a quiet, uh, on quite a, tra- a crowded train. So when we yeah. rocked up at the next station and an elderly Japanese gentleman boarded, I did the polite thing and stood up to offer him my seat. The man let me know of his appreciation of the gesture by nodding his head and uttering the phrase, many thank you, big white boy. (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) As my scarcely N5 level Japanese decided to abandon me at that exact moment and leave me too consumed with amused anxiety to properly respond, I simply nodded back smiling um, (laughs) and pondered the meaning of the new mantle bestowed bestowed upon me. In your times and travels in Japan, have you ever had an experience where a local native has said something to you, in usually in broken English, where you knew what they meant to say, but said it in such a translation twisted way so as to come across as unintentionally hilarious, offensive, or anything in between. <laughs> All the best, Jay from the UK, the big white boy. Big um, white boy. <laughs> big white boy. That's amazing. I, yeah, I don't think I've ever had anything stuff. quite like that. No, like, play that funky music, big white boy. Fantastic. 
<laughs> I I mean, I've only heard Natsuki butcher like English a lot, unsurprisingly. Like uh, yeah. he referred to 007 as 007. Which makes sense. It just sounds like zero zero seven. Here's your assignment, zero zero seven. It's just a little bit clunky. <laughs> yeah. And he referred to the Spice Girls as the Spicy Girls. Which the Spicy I Girls, that's fine. Works. That's absolutely Spicy fine. Girls. Yeah. What's the, the what's Japanese for chicken. spicy? Uh, karai. 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 Yeah. K-A-R-A-I. Karai. Yeah. I see. Um, karai Girls. Spicy Girls, isn't it? Um, I've never. I think I've had anything like that. I don't think anyone's referred to me as big white boy. Have you had that, Pete? Are you a big white boy? No one's. No, I. I think. I think uh, people. No, I've not really sort of experienced anyone kind of uh, kind of doing that. To be honest, I mean, I'm quite a small white boy. To be honest, so uh, chichai, chichai white boy, white boy, (laughs) chichai must white boy. (laughs) That would be a great. Instagram slash Twitter handle. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hit me with the news of the week, though. It's not funerals. It's not politics. Give us the big heavy-hitting news this week in Japan. What's going down? Yeah. All right, then. Uh, so there's a bit of a labour shortage at the moment, uh, Chris, in Japan because of a dwindling population. And also people are just fucking busy. People are hiding from coronavirus still. People don't really want to go back to doing quite um, public-facing jobs anymore. But mm-hmm. Lawson... I've decided uh, the uh, convenience store Lawson. Are you fan? Where where do they sort of uh, sort of uh, hit in your fammy chicky kind of um, chicken pyramid of uh, awesomeness? <laughs> the chicken pyramid of awesomeness. They are yeah. actually my favourite convenience store right now. Right. Uh, they okay. every now and then, like a convenience store in Japan, like decides to up their game, spend like two hundred million dollars, and revamp everything. And yeah. Lawson is the most recent one. They've revamped their entire range. They have got lots of original, nice food. Great. The best iced coffee, as far as I'm concerned, and uh, my favourite chicken, karaoke kun, which is like these little chicken nuggets. So stop Ooh. off at Lawson if you've got a cheat. If you, you know, it's quite common in Japan to be on a road and see a Lawson's facing a family mart or a Lawson facing a Seven Eleven. Go to Lawson. Yeah. I guess my vote. Carry Go on. to Lawson. All right then. Well, uh, convenience stores across the country have tried tackling the problem of uh, under um, employment. In, in different kinds of ways, hiring more foreign workers who you know can't get in the country at the moment, uh, and even uh, <laughs> robot operators. But uh, September twenty second, a couple of weeks ago now, uh, Lawson have announced plans for their own unique approach: digital avatars at the register, controlled by actual real humans sitting in their pants in their house. So uh, they've basically got this kind of, uh, I suppose, peer-to-peer kind of uh, communication device. I'm just putting it out there. It's probably just fucking Zoom, isn't it? Uh, basically, the, uh, you could be sat at home with a computer, a camera, and a microphone and become a digital avatar in a Lawson's in the arse end of nowhere in Japan. People might say, why would I want to do that? Well, for money because it's a job. Uh, there's no need to go into the office with specialised equipment. You can literally do all of this from home. I presume you have to wear some kind of uniform. Uh, but if you are uh, elderly, if you've got young children, if you've got disabilities that uh, prevent you from working physically on site, if you're concerned about COVID, maybe you can kind of join this scheme as well. And you can become like a like an in-store, uh, tell the person where the eggs are in a supermarket <laughs> kind of guy. You know, you could be like a little uh, person who sort of helps, you know, helps people use the photocopier, for example. But all from the company of your own home so there we go 
Do you know where the digital avatars appear in the stores? Register monitors, at right? At the tills, registers, yeah. So at the registers. So I don't know how it works if you're sort of going, right, where's the chickens? I want some chicken. Where's the chicken? I need some chicken. I need, prote- I need a protein <laughs> hit. Where are the chickens? Uh, I don't know whether they... I mean, presumably they've got a map of every store and they kind of know where everything is kept, I guess. it's it, uh, You can either go down this uh, route or just go down the uh, Amazon store route. Have you used one of those yet? Did they have them in Japan? Wait, what have I used? Who, what, where? The Amazon stores, the uh, where you just uh, uh, you, you you go on your Amazon app on your phone. It gives you a QR code. You walk in, you pick up wherever you want, and leave. No till, no queuing. Just you mm. just leave. It, it. All of the cameras just seem to know precisely what you're picking up and stealing. Wait, do these exist in the UK yet? I know yes. I've heard about them, but I've never seen one. Have you used one? There's one. In, there's one in Angel. I've used it. Used one a couple of times. It's just really freaky. It's really. I, I mean, I'm picking up it feels like, like shoplifting. It is. It does feel like you just walk in. You walk in with a QR code. You get yourself a coffee or get yourself uh, some mints or whatever. And you, uh, yeah. You, and 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 the items that you pick up can be really small or really big or really misshapen. It's it's just amazing, amazing uh, tech. I never thought I'd hit. I'd, I'd see the day that Pete Donaldson praised Amazon as a, <laughs> a one man army against capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> I I never thought I'd see this Pete, but uh, I I don't think they exist in Japan yet, but I'll give it a whirl no. if I see one. If it's going to if it's going to work anywhere, it'll be I want uh, to feel like a, a shop in a country where people don't want to talk to other people, so <laughs> I think it'll work there really well. <laughs> but this is uh you know, we've we've heard this sort of thing before, like the this the um Cafe in Shibuya, staffed by robots who are controlled by people who are disabled or bedridden, yeah. right? And they control them from their beds, which I thought was actually yeah. really noble and awesome and yeah. could be something actually that could make a big difference. Uh, I, you know, remains to be seen. I, as I always say, I'm a, I'm a lover of tech. I'm a lover of robots. But I still don't think we're at the point where robots are really, in this sort of sense, going to make a big difference right like the pepper robots yeah. in softbank the big like robots on wheels that like roll around uh softbank phone stores and shout at you and talk at you and their arms move around and they point but they do nothing of conceivable value uh like many of the <laughs> shop workers in most british stores that i go in to be fair but like <laughs> i i don't i don't see i don't really know i don't think this is gonna make much difference what's a digital avatar gonna do in lawson well i'm just getting the chicken out of the cupboard like the, in, in Lawson, right, all the all the fried foods are in this sort of like box and you open the door and you get you take out the box and close the door. Uh, yeah. I just don't, just don't know what these digital avatars are going to do for me yeah, you're probably personally. Right. You're probably what right. What are they going to do? <laughs> of course, it's, it's, it's related to uh, Professor Hiroshi Ishiguro, the director of the Intelligent Robotics Lab at Osaka. He, he's always responsible. He's always the face behind he's always there, anything right, robot-related, okay. right? He's always the man. <laughs> Like he made robot a well. If you look at if you type him in right, everything like robot related in Japan, it always goes back to him. He's the one pioneering yeah. it, and he is the one famously who made a uh, sort of a, a lifelike android of himself and sat next right. to it, and it looks kind of like him if he like fallen down the stairs. And it, it's <laughs> kind of surreal. Check it right. out. Uh, yeah, but no, <laughs> I, I don't see this being anything good other than a bit of a gimmick. But you never know. <laughs> Go on, Japan, impress me. Prove me wrong. We'll be back in just a moment, guys, with your stories, comments, and questions in the fax machine. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stresses. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realise that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension, so you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash Japan. And we're back with the fax machine. What do we got this week from our listeners, Mr. Dalson? We got a message from Eric. Hi, England's top Japan enthusiast, Pete, and reasonably priced hitman, Chris. My name is Eric, and I'm from the exotic country of Sweden. I'm wondering about the best place to go in Tokyo if I want to admire the view, and if you could pick one place with the most stunning and beautiful view in all of Japan, where would it be? Thank you, Eric. There's a lovely uh, place in Fukuoka, uh, the park uh, that I quite like. Beautiful views across the town. Beautiful. Excellent. Yeah. About, what, 2,000 miles, 2,000 kilometers from Tokyo. It said if you could pick one place with the most stunning and beautiful view in all of Japan. All, all right, of Japan. All right. ah, well, I'm well, reading well. the emails here, buddy. 
Clever clogs. I don't know. Maybe uh, there's a place called Dicambo overlooking uh, the Aso Caldera. And it's the most otherworldly, incredible place in Japan. It looks like the set of... It just looks like the video game Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And it's just the most magical place. And that gets my vote. Uh, if it's in Tokyo... Uh, people are, people rage about the Shibuya Stream Tower because it's got a, a view on the roof of the skyscraper overlooking Shibuya. Right. I've not yet been there, so I can't give my my thumbs up. What I will say is uh, Roppongi Mori Tower has historically the best view up until now, and that's where I've gone yeah. and taken people, and that's pretty good. So I reckon check that out. Yeah. Uh, we've got one here from Kayla and Ryan. Hello, Cultural Chris and Perfect Pete. My name's Kayla, and my fiancé is Ryan, and we're from Rhode Island, oh. USA. But because I'm American, I like my coffee with cream and sugar. Do they sell coffee in a can or vending machine like that? Or will I have to hit up a Starbucks every single morning? Keep up the amazing work, Kayla and Ryan. Uh, They do sell coffee in a can with cream and sugar. Too much sugar, in my opinion. (laughs) They're very sugary, those. Like canned coffee, a lot of people talk about it as though it's this sort of incredible revelatory experience but for the most part it's absolutely disgusting this rancid (laughs) sickly sort of syrupy oily coffee and it's okay if you're in a rush you need like a quick caffeine sugar rush but i still go to starbucks most mornings or just go to convenience stores as i said earlier on they are all good at like hot coffee and iced coffee and they are freshly ground up in the machines right in front of you. So yeah, yeah honestly, convenience store, failing that, I'll get myself to Starbucks and get some cold brew coffee. Beautiful. Uh, but try canned coffee. Try canned coffee. You're try a big fan coffee. of canned coffee, aren't you? Are I you love canned coffee. I remember in the uh, in the late 90s, there was a, uh, you could get Nescafe in a can and uh, it would be cold coming out of the can machine, but then you'd press a button in the bottom and some chemical thing would happen and uh, the can would get hot. Um, oh and it was the most space age thing I'd ever seen. Until I met in Japan and I was like, yeah, they just have uh, they just have vending machines that are hot. <laughs> it's just such a waste <laughs> of energy. Such a waste of fucking chemicals to make it hot, each individual can hot. It's just like, I mean, the amount it's it gets used out there, presumably like making, you know, just warm cans with warm coffee. Not particularly hot coffee, but warm coffee is, uh, mm. yeah, it's, it's probably more uh, welcome. But yeah, plenty of sugar in there. I'm a big fan of Boss, yeah, you know, the sugariest, Ugh. most colourful can of Boss coffee. Get it down, yeah. Get it down, yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> actually disgusting yeah uh not a fan what i will say about the hot coffee cans though in winter they're amazing because if yes. you don't have gloves or suitable winter attire mm. you just find a vending machine selling hot canned coffee and stick it in your back pocket of your yeah. like trousers and uh it's like it's just amazing like a, like a cheap body warmer that you can drink <laughs> and consume at your own discretion cool. uh howdy chris and pete for any special guests Stephen from Arizona here, rather than learning Japanese phrases through a course or textbook, I'm studying the 3,000 most commonly used words in Japanese, which are used in about 70% of everyday conversations. Do you think this will succeed? Will it backfire on my first attempt to speak to someone in Japanese? Thank you. Much love and appreciation for what you do. Well, Steve, Stephen, uh, I would say... Steve-ster. Uh, Steve's I like Big as long Stevie. as you as long as you're learning the words in context in a sentence, then you're fine. Mm. Um because a lot of Japanese words are used very differently 
uh, mm. than we would use in English, right? Right. It, it doesn't literally translate. When I used to learn sort of words and vocabulary, I'd always do it in a sentence. Uh, and so I'd sort of say the sentence out loud and make it seem sort of natural yeah. and learn it that way. And most people will encourage you to do that. Um, like I think I was recently talking to Felix PewDiePie and uh, he's studying Japanese very hard, I think. And uh, I gave him the same advice and pointed him in the same direction. And uh, if it's good for me and it's good for him, it's good for you as well. Do that, Stephen. Best of luck. Keep it up. Don't be like Pete. Don't just say Chigai Mas over and over in a bar. Be better than that. Learn the ways of the Japanese. So Here's stories, questions, rude little boy. comments coming in to abroadjapanpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back later in the week, guys, do all over again. But for now, no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days. We'll see you right back here on the Abroad in Japan podcast. Bye for now. Bye for now. is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.